was. The <sighs> 69 joke. Um, episode 59 yeah, is now. Ready? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were recording, yeah. <laughs> you, said, you said so, so. Yeah, no, I, I stopped the recording, but then I started oh, back up. Breaking. Episode 59 of the MLS Aces Podcast. This is your host, Tom Sweezy. We're back after a week off. We are, apologize for that, but we're here. Riley's here. Riley, how you doing? Good, Tom. Um, excited. Good week, MLS, coming up. It was a pretty decent week last week, and there's a game that was, there was two red cards. So, You're happy uh, Good that. week. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, I do want to start this show off on a little bit of a sad note, and I don't usually like to do that, but it's something that is important. And if you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, then you know you probably know already this is. Um, there is a GoFundMe out there from Colorado Rapids center back Courtney Ford. His mother has cancer, and you know he started a GoFundMe with a goal of $100,000. Right now it is currently sitting close to $47,000. I have donated, and if you can donate, go ahead and do that. There's a link on our Twitter, on our Instagram. And, I mean, if you can't donate, then just share it and spread the news because, you know, cancer sucks and it affects everyone. And, you know, let's have the back of a fellow MLSer out there. That's the sad note. I'm going to bring it back up now and say that we're going to talk a lot of soccer today. That last week we didn't have an episode, and if you follow us on Twitter... I said that I'm going to make it up to you guys, and I'm making it up to you right here. If you would like some MLS Aces a, a memorabilia, not memorabilia, uh, apparel. Well, memorabilia. Memorabilia? It's, it's memorabilia and apparel and um, fun stuff it's, put on your It's, it's going to be a sticker, or you can put it on your laptop, your whatever you want to put it on. We, put it on everything. We are ordering some MLS Aces stickers. It is going to be our current logo that is on Instagram, Snapchat, all of that. Um, on the it's podcast. Snapchat. I'm not not Snapchat. Instagram and Twitter. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> like we have a um, you know, it's going to be that logo that we are going to use, and we're going to make a few stickers, and we're going to send them out to a few uh, lucky listeners and lucky fans. All you have to do is leave us a five-star review, screenshot that five-star review, and tweet it at us. And I'll say two or three people. I'll say three. I'll be nice. Three people will get oh, free stickers sent to them. You have until next episode to do so. So, so that's, that's... Monday the 30th. Yeah, so Monday the 30th. I'll actually be specific for people to try to send it in. Yeah, you're welcome. That's why you're here, Riley. Yeah, um, I know. I'm more rational. Riley, you know, think, dates can be complicated and confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hosting a podcast with Tom Sweezy can be complicated and confusing. Kind it actually, it, no, it's it not. It it's actually it is complicated. I think I'm more it, confusing than complicated. You're right. But buying tickets to sports and concerts doesn't have to be with SeatGeek. No. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get. Tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're planning a day up friends, searching for a last-minute deal to go watch the league-leading sport in Kansas City Boo. play in Children's Mercy's Park, or buying a gift for a loved one, SeatGeek helps you find the best deals at the best prices, fully guaranteed. 
just like a Toronto terrible start. There's nothing that guaranteed. That's they were bad last year through April, March and April. Okay, you're right. They won in the Cup, so it didn't matter. You got it. Uh, and, they have, and they have three points, by the way. We'll get to that. <laughs> There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person. And SeatGeek will get you closer to the action the great value. And guess what, Tom? What, Riley? SeatGeek is the official ticketing partner of Major League Soccer Holy MLS. Uh, so be sure to check out MLS. Or, nope. Yeah, be sure to check out MLS. That's mm-hmm. kind of how we're running. That's what we talk about. But be sure to check out SeatGeek first for all your MLS ticketing needs. I had SeatGeek app on my phone. It's ridiculous easy to use. You guys know the story. I could be anywhere with just a few taps and instantly find seats in a concert hall or music venue or a soccer-specific stadium. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier and faster than ever. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you find immediate satisfaction with the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase on SeatGeek is fully guaranteed. There we go, that guaranteed crap again. Toronto, three points through the first two months. Not good. There's been almost as many months as Toronto has points, and there's been as many months as Seattle has points. So that's it. Um, plus, <laughs> plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed to shop for tickets with SeatGeek with that little thing called confidence. Mm-hmm. It's not confidence. <laughs> so when you say I'm the best, I'm a comp- it's a compliment. Exactly. Make SeatGeek go to app for finding the best deals every type of event from sports to concerts to comedy to theater to the opera to any type of level that you want to ever attend. Best of all, our listeners get $20 off. $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. 2-0. Two 2-0. Yes. Zero. Zero. There's a scoreline, 2-0. We'll get to that. Oh, there was. Thanks. I was about to say, no <laughs> finished 2-0, but there was. Uh, shut up, Tom. I know Major League <laughs> Soccer more than you. Just download the SeatGeek app. It, you have to have a smartphone. You go to the App Store or Play Store or whatever you, Windows uses, and you go and find it. It's blue, has a white seat. It's very, very clean. Uh, enter the promo code ACES. A as in... As in Amro Tarek, the center back for uh, Orlando City. Boom. C... As in Chris Stites, okay. the goalkeeper for the Houston Dynamo. Yeah. E, as in Ezekiel Barco, the most expensive player in MLS history. Yep. And S, as in Tom Sweezy, motherfucker. As in, as in Johnny Russell. Uh, nope, okay, yep. Russell has two S's in it. You just wanted to say Dang. Johnny Russell. <laughs> Johnny Russell. And the promo code ACE is A-C-E-S, in case you didn't get that. For $20 off the first seat you purchase. Thank you, SeatGeek, for sponsoring today's show, episode 59 yep. of the Los Aces podcast. Yep. I'm here with Tom Sweezy. Yeah, I mean, th- thank you, SeatGeek. I'm actually going to be at New York City uh, FC's game next week. Well, this week, I guess, technically week nine. Um, so I'm excited about that. They're playing Dallas. Dallas is on a little bit of a winning streak, so that'll be fun to uh, to go to and see. 
Um, Question. Yes. Does New York City play LA at home this year? Uh, I am not sure, and if they don't, I'm going to be upset because I really want to see Zlatan play. But um, if not, then I'll probably be going to a Red Bull game where they play, where they, uh, play because I really want to see Zlatan on person. And whether it's Red Bull or New York City, I'm going to be going there, and I'm going to have a good time. Because I uh, officially found out I'm going to the Houston. I mean, I kind of, I kind of do that hmm. coming out of the season. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing that for I, a few weeks. <laughs> I found out officially that I'm going to uh, make a trip to Houston, BBVA Come Stadium, downtown Houston, Texas, to uh, see Zlatan play against uh, their beloved Dynamo over hey. there in H Town. Zlatan Mania is here, man, and you can go get a chance to see him. I am totally on board for that. Just, just, just not even for like this podcast, but for anything, just to go see him play and just watch that magic shit in person. You know, for me as a person, you're ex- excited. Ex- I'm for, yeah, exactly. For you as a person, I'm excited. But there's a, Tom, there's a whole lot better ways. See, that's uh, that's a perfect example. There's a lot better ways to word stuff. Oh, in a short, you, you use smaller tell me words all the time. That I just m- make the most complicated way of saying and describing. Complicated something. and confusing. Exactly, like me. I'm complicated and confusing, like Seeky. Let's but, just um, move to the soccer. To the soccer. A quick First little game. recap for you guys, since we oh. didn't really. Yeah, thank you, Riley. Yep, I know what I'm doing. Um, a quick little recap for you guys, since we missed last week. Toronto beat Club America 4-2 on aggregate to make it to the CCL final. Uh, the Red Bulls lost to Chivas one nothing on aggregate, even though they had 20 shots yep. on goal. Uh, for Chivas, Guadalajara to make it to the CCL final. And right now, Toronto is down 2-1 on aggregate after the first leg against Chivas. Um, Jonathan Azorio scored the only goal for TFC in that first leg. And in the snow, by the way. It's going to be a it tough... Snowing. It was. And BMO Field's a tough place to play, but obviously not for Chivas, Guadalajara. But it's going to be a tough second leg this Wednesday, the 25th, um, for TFC to, you know, come back and give it their all to win CONCACAF Champions League and go for that, you know, quad, I guess. But uh, It'd be the quadruple. Yeah, so I I mean, I think Chivas is going to win, but it's, it's, going to, it's going to be a tough little game. Everyone's going to need to be playing their best for TFC. Yeah, it's there's no chance, but there's a chance. actually there's a chance. It's just not big. It's just not big. In case you haven't heard any of that, by the way, I know we've been off for a week, and, and MLS Twitter is very reliable, keeping people up to date on certain events. Yes, but it's not looking good. But I just want to credit. Look, I'm going to give credit where where credit is due, as I try to always do, unless it's Atlanta United. Um, Your favorite team. Yeah, okay. It's not. <laughs> I didn't forget, Riley. I didn't forget. I was so, I was so mad. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I went back and listened. That was hilarious. It wasn't funny in the moment, though. But anyways, I, I give credit where credit is due. Go as, Chivas Guadalajara is not a good soccer team in Mexico. Let's, obviously, they made the Champions League, so they're good to some extent at some point ever. In, in the history of Mexican soccer, but they're not good right now. Like they're not that talented. They're not playing well as a unit. Whatever. But to go down, or I guess suppose go up to Toronto in the snow mm. and beat a Canadian team on probably one of the hardest places to play in Major League Soccer 
and I, I'll say this again because they're a Mexican team. Keep in mind the climate in Mexico. In the snow yeah, dude, and beat Toronto really FC. No, it never snows in Mexico. Ever. I mean, is that a thing? I don't know. Does it snow? They probably had snow four times in their entire <clears throat> history. In their entire life, Mexico's entire life, it snowed four times. Well, then again, it's only 100 years old. So, that's, um, I'm making, I think I'm making that up. Okay, let's move on a little bit. Okay, stop <laughs> it. All right, um, first game. First game, big game. First game, Friday night. Little uh, little Friday night soccer. I wish I knew I say a Friday little, night. A little boring Friday night game, right? Yeah. The week off started nice and slow. Nice and slow. We want to ease ourselves into it. Sporting Kansas City six. Vancouver White Cat Football Club nil. It's a little easing into it. Yeah, Johnny little, Russell tenth slow. minute <laughs> assisted by Graham Zuzzi. Tenth minute goal. Johnny Russell sixteenth minute goal. <laughs> Johnny so, Russell. Johnny Russell, two goals in the first 16 minutes yep. with a brace. Yep. But I'm not done yet. Jimmy, it, I, uh, this goal. Like, okay, hold on. Jimmy Madronda, this goal was absolutely stunning. It was spectacular. It was stellar. And it was powerful. And I'm actually not sure he meant to, meant to shoot it. No. It may but, have been a cross. But still, did it? <laughs> it may have been yes. a cross. This goal was fantastic. He doesn't care. He's going to say it's a shot. And it counts on the record book as a shot. But Jimmy Pedronda, that was a great goal. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. My goodness. That's how it went to the break. 3-0. But before it went to halftime, there was a fun little thing that happened in the 40th minute. All right, so it was an incident with Jordi Rania and Johnny Russell. And you already got a, a red card immediately. Then they went to video review to check if Yoyi Rania really deserved the red card. After further review, Yoyi Rania got a red card. And then another red card was issued. Mm-hmm. Two red cards in one minute. Not even a minute. The same minute. The same minute. <laughs> and Johnny Russell got yellow. Yeah, but you know. So the White Cats went out two players in in the same minute. Eleven to nine, real quick. With fifty minutes left. Yeah, yeah. Down three 0 Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. ESPN has like if ESPN has like soccer power index, like win probability, but it was it was close to the bottom for Vancouver at this went point. Probably down real fucking quick at that point. <laughs> but we come back from the break. Johnny Russell completes his hat trick in the forty eighth minute to complete. One of the quickest hat tricks in MLS history, I think I read somewhere. Really? Okay. I, I didn't read that, but I mean, you could be right. That was assisted by Matt Beasler. Then 54th minute, Christian Lobato assisted by Corsette. And Corsette got one of his own assisted by Leo Sanchez in the 77th minute. And that's how the game ended 6 0 to SKC. Vancouver Whitecaps aren't that bad at soccer. They just had uh, two of their players missing. So yeah, no, I mean the Vancouver Whitecaps. First of all, you let up two goals in 16 minutes. That's not good. Yeah, that's just it's the same player, there. by the way. Same, like exactly. But I mean, it's just you know, yes, it was an 11, it was 11 team, 11 man team against a nine man team, and the defense looked fantastic for SKC. Bezler, Madronda, Zusi, Melia, they all looked good back there. Rob, the entire midfield of Roger Espinosa, Johan Croizet, Ily Sanchez. 
and then moving up into Johnny Russell. That team was just firing on all cylinders on this night, and it just even if it was 11-on-11, 11 11, SKC was winning this game probably not 6 nothing, but maybe 3 nothing. whatever. SKC was firing on all cylinders where Vancouver just, you know, looked like shit. And they just had two red cards. They just didn't help. You know, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about that. Yeah, I don't I don't have any words. Johnny <laughs> Russell, Patrick. Um, Johnny. VA video review is uh, is useful. I guess. As we've learned. Not, maybe not to Carl Robinson, but yeah. Maybe. Look, Chris McCann two weeks ago had a red card in the first minute. <laughs> that got overturned. Then, like, a couple goal calls, a couple red card calls. Like, this is like a. It's, it's proving to be a very helpful thing in soccer. And the Premier League is stupid for not having it as part as next season. Yeah. And the World Cup is. The, whoever decides on the World Cup committee is very, very intelligent. <laughs> so I'm excited for uh, video review at the World Cup. And I'm excited that we were the first to have it among all the major leagues. So, screw you, America. USL had it first, I'm going to get technical about it. But uh, they don't matter as much. Um, <laughs> uh, we MLS. Saw, we saw Second. a 6 nothing game on Friday. And now we're going to move on to the first game on Saturday, in which we saw eight goals being scored. LAFC 5, Montreal Impact 3. In the ninth minute, Ignacio Piatti put away a goal followed by a second goal from him, which is a penalty kick in the 16th minute. Laurent Wait, Chief, hold on, hold on, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. yeah, yeah. If I told you, if I didn't say the teams that scored how many goals, if I told you it would have been 2-0 Montreal after 16 minutes, and I told you the game ended 5-3, who do you think would have won? Montreal. Major League Soccer. 100%. This, yeah. this game is MLS. Exactly. Um, even if you want to, so, when, when you hear the scoreline at the half, you still you can still say that same thing. Um, Laurent Chiman scored one in the 24th minute to get one back against his old team. And in the 43rd minute, again, Ignacio Piatti put away a goal for his hat trick to send Montreal into halftime up 3-1. to one. Um, In the 52nd minute, Benny Failhaber put one away for LAFC to make it 3-2. Yuka Raitala had an own goal in the 57th minute for Montreal to tie things up at 3 Carlos Vela had a penalty kick in the 83rd minute to put LAFC up one. And then in the 89th minute, Latif Blessing solidified the win for LAFC to make it 5-3. LAFC wins on the road once again. Um, this game, Ignacio Piatti, first of all, was fantastic. And I'm going to you know, not take that away from him at all because Piatti is mo- one of the most underrated players in this league. And he put the team on his back here. Um, Piet in the midfield for Montreal was the only other guy that really stood out for me that I was like, you know, he looked really good in this game. Otherwise, Montreal didn't really look good, and the Victor Cabrera red card also doesn't help for them. But, again, LAFC shows up on the road. They play well on the road, and Carlos Vela is still going to be Carlos Vela, and Diego Rossi is still going to be Diego Rossi. So, LAFC, even though they let up three goals, the defense needs to improve still on that point. But offensively, they were there on the road. Yep, this game is... It's okay. Hold on. Ignacio Piatti had the most meaningless hat trick in MLS history today. (laughs) So that's one thing. Laurent Simon, very happy. You scored against your former team in the former stadium that you used to play in. I'm sure he's very happy about that. And I'm sure he got a nice little standing O from uh, the fans. Simon for Belgium. 
I think was what we're the hashtag I'm starting. He's Actually, usually, I'm gonna tweet this out while you, while you're talking. He's usually on the Belgian uh, national team roster. Yeah, but the, he's they're question whether he'll be with uh, the team in Russia because he's 32. Belgium has some other center back options. They have some younger singer center back options. So. Yeah, but he plays a little D mid for them too. Sometimes I think he's a little versatile and he'll he'll make the roster for the World Cup. <laughs> I'm all on, on your back, Jimon. I got you. Second thing. Latif Blessing finally scored. He hasn't yet? That was his first goal. Really? From my, under, from my understanding, Latif Blessing's first goal was this game. It's all been Carlos Vela and Diego Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Fellhopper. Benny Fellhopper here and there. Um, Marco Reina is next on the list to score. Yeah? Okay. He, has like, he, he has like six assists, but he hasn't scored one yet. And he's a forward. Good for you, Latif. Good for you. But, uh, yeah, Latif Blessing... And Carlos Vela again scored another goal. So like LAFC's good. They finally get to go home to Bank of California Stadium next mm-hmm. week when they play Seattle uh, to, to host in a rematch of the opening game to start the MLS season for uh, start their MLS live. Actually, they were newborns, mm-hmm. infants when when they beat Seattle in CenturyLink. Like crawling toddlers because you know they still have their, they definitely have their struggles still. Yeah, they. They got Zlatan, and they were starting to walk, and Zlatan came and knocked them over and, yeah. and, and pushed back the process a little bit. And but then, uh, third, Atlanta did that, too. Yeah, then Atlanta, like, just, like, held them down. Mm. And and Joseph Martinez changed their diaper. And Piatti uh, really tried to do that, too. But <laughs> oh, and P- uh, yeah. Okay, this is this analogy is getting weird. <laughs> but we'll just keep it moving. Third thing I want to say about this LASC team is Bob Bradley – is a great coach because this team was down 3-1 at halftime on the road in Montreal. Montreal is obviously a, t- a, a tough place to play with that stupid bell that they ring. Actually, it's not stupid. I think it's one of the better traditions in Major League Soccer. But Patrice but, Bernier was ringing the bell for them. So yeah, that was kind of awesome. Yeah, so playing in that environment, down 3-1 at halftime to come back and roar and have four goals, well, three goals and an own goal, they all count the same. But to come back and roar back and win about two goals, I think it's a uh, coaching feat, and it comes down to how he connects with the players and how this team plays together, as well as the, the talent of Diego Rossi, Marco Urania, Latif Blessing, Carlos Vela, Benny Fellhopper, and all those guys. But I think LAFC is very well coached. I think they play well together. They're just not good against good teams. Mm-hmm. I think we learned that when they played Atlanta. And obviously, I, mean, I, I think the Galaxy are good, but they're higher than the galaxy in the table. It that doesn't matter yet. But LAFC, fantastic. The Earth Day jerseys actually not too different from the normal jerseys. So that's that's another thing. Yeah, I mean, so you, you hit all the points five, there. Five three. That's all you gotta say. Five three. Five three doesn't matter. Sec, they're second in the West. Twelve points. Now we mentioned this uh, game that you're about to bring up next uh, a little bit earlier, but that's we can dive into it in a second. Okay. I'm saying like you're gonna read the game now. Oh, I'm. Oh yeah, I'll read the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My bad. I just went. So. Oh yeah. Okay. No, I had a bunch of points about it. Yeah. Got Houston. You. Yep. You got it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been talking a lot, so I just I just assumed LAFC and nope, and Montreal is my game. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Right, we're good now. We're back on track. <laughs> we got derailed for a second, but we all pulled it back. Okay. I'm. If I should start talking about the game. Houston Dynamo 5, Toronto FC 1. 
<laughs> more of a note, I started off the party in the third minute, assisted by Remo Cuilto. In the seventh minute, Leonardo bagged his first of the year. 46th minute, right out of halftime. Eric Alexander scored in the fifth, uh, 46th minute. And then Mitchell, I believe it's Tainter. Yeah. Assisted by, I mean, this it was TFC two and and Clint Irwin. It was a bunch of guys. For yeah, it was a bunch of guys that Toronto just kind of found off the street. That's pretty much it. Uh, in the fifty second minute, four one back, so it was three one. Then Abelis and Romel Quioto. I'm having a lot of trouble with his name today. Romel Quioto scored in sixty and seventy seven minute. Uh, Quioto ended up having one goal and two assist in his first start of the season. Very, very happy he's back. And Houston won the game 5-1. Look, we can and we can analyze this game all day long from a Houston standpoint. They played a they played a USL team and they won by four. Yeah, so exactly. we, we can look into it and we can say how much this is impressive. We can say everything we want to, but they played a USL team. Yeah, I mean, the only things that, like, like I don't want to go too much into this game just because, like you said, it, it was the Houston Dynamo against TSC2 for the most part. But I think just for the Dynamo, like, they did allow some chances on net for this Toronto team to, to move forward and to get some shots on net, which, you know, isn't too isn't too much of a good thing because that uh, the, the TSC side was so much weaker than them. But it was nice to see Quioto, Minotas, and Elise up top kind of doing their thing for Houston because that's what you and I both predicted at the end of the season that they would that front three would be very difficult to defend against. And when you look at it, they all had a goal in this game. Quioto had an assist, and that that midfield behind them of Tomas Martinez, Eric Alexander, Darwin Seren didn't look bad behind that because they had so much moving. They had so much just attack moving forward that Houston dominated and looked that good in this game and then on the TFC side of things I mean like like we said this was a TFC 2 side you relied on to St. Ricketts um Aztecs I have no clue how to say his name that Spanish guy the 24 24 year old Spaniard Spanish guy that 24 year old Spaniard that they signed that I have no clue how to say his name he didn't look bad at all in this game but when you have nothing else around you really to to help and to, to do your thing, yeah, you're gonna, you know, you're not really gonna do well. So, not really much to say besides it was a, a TFC two side going up against the Houston Dynamo, and the Houston Dynamo just rolled. With this win, Houston Dynamo fans get one box combo from Raising Canes, get another one free. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I just hate you. Do they have Raising Canes up north? Is that a thing? I have no fucking clue what the hell that is. Raising Canes? You don't know what that is? A racing cane? Raising Canes. Raising Canes. It's a a chicken restaurant. No, I I don't know. Dude, when you come down, when you come down to Atlanta or come down to to Lake Charles, Louisiana, I'm hooking up some canes. They have like this special sauce they make in like in store, and it's oh, it's, it's brilliant. I think um, I, I think I might have a headache when I go south this summer, but um, yeah. I mean, do you have anything else you want to say about that game before we move on? Um, Houston just got three free points in the West. Yeah, so pretty that's, much. That's fun. Yeah, three free points. That's that's pretty much what it was. And four goals to add their goal differential. So it's yeah. a good day. <laughs> good job, Houston. You capitalized on it. 
Um, and and for, for all the people wondering, all, all four of you, uh, I was not at the game because I was doing media stuff for the LSU Fighting Tigers um, spring college football game. So mm-hmm. I thought I'd sacrifice the Saturday. Yeah, Riley sacrificed one Saturday to do something else. Um, <laughs> next game this Saturday, Chicago Fire 2, New York Red Bulls 1 after the Red Bulls got eliminated from CCL. They go out. Full squad starting up for them in uh, regular regular league play, and they come out and lose to the fire. In the 30th minute, Alexander Katai put away a wonder goal, a golasso, uh, pro- probably pretty similar to the Jimmy Madronda goal um, to start this game off. It wasn't a shot. It was a nice little volley um, to start the game off for the fire, one nothing. Nemanja Nikolic put away a penalty kick for the fire to make it 2 nothing. Bradley Wright Phillips got one back late in the 81st minute, but uh, nothing really doing there. The Red Bulls did not look good in this game. The only two players that looked good, obviously Bradley Wright Phillips, he had his he had some chances moving forward all game long and finally got one away late. And Royer, who set him up pretty much for that late goal, had some chances all game too. But uh, the rest of the uh, the rest of the Red Bulls did not really look too good. They looked average. They didn't look awful. You know, two one game isn't too crazy. But um, on the fire side of things, Bastian Schweinsteiger's looking really good in that center back role that they keep putting him at. Uh, Dax McCarty had a very good game. Alexander Katai, if he can play like this, then he is that David Akam replacement that we were wondering if they would ever get this off season. And um, just one little note for the fire as well. Uh, Mo Adams, their super draft pick, who uh, he played at Syracuse last year, who I was very excited about seeing. He made his MLS debut, his professional soccer debut, and went a full 90 for the team and looked good next to Dax McCarty in the midfield. So congratulations to him. A game where nothing was interesting to me. It was just a solid soccer game. Red Bulls fire. No. Just two, two normal teams. Exactly, and it was a good game. And, and Brad the Right Phillips scored because, of course, he did. And one and, uh, out on top. The Majin scored because, of course, he did. <laughs> it was just, yeah, typical typical game between these two teams. Pretty much. This seems like a rivalry game, but it's really not. I mean, they're two of the old. Dax teams. McCarty hates everyone on the Red Bulls. Yeah, I mean, Dax McCarty showed up against his old team, and his old team couldn't handle it. Result like you and me had a conversation. I don't, I don't, I forget whether it's on air or on air, or on air or off air when on we air talk. Or on air, yes, got it. Whether it was on, on air or on the air. You know. Don't know if it was on air or off air when we talked about the Red Bulls, but the Red Bulls like aren't they're, like they're like a typical Red Bulls team. They're not good, but they're but they're, good. they're not good, but they're better than like seventy five percent of the league still. They're not good, but they're better than seven other teams yeah. in, the, in the East to make the playoffs. It's pretty much how they how they. And work. they're going to lose in the first round. Yeah, I mean that's but that sounds like a Red Bull team, or if they. That's, that is the Red Bulls. They they make it out of that knockout stage, but then they lose to whoever in the next round. You know, that's that's yeah, the Red Bulls. That... <laughs> Where'd I have the Red Bulls? <laughs> what I what do I do with the Red Bulls again? Six. Fuck! Yep. I have I have them first in the East. Fuck. <laughs> No, I had him sixth because, of course. <laughs> but to to a game that was probably just as interesting, if not less interesting, the Columbus Crew Soccer Club two, New England Evolution two, New England Evolution are good at soccer. 
That's what, that's and what I was about to say. soccer. You said and game, they tied. You said this game wasn't that interesting. I'm, I said it. It was as interesting. Well, okay, sorry. Yes. The only or reason left. why I found this game interesting is because the New England Revolution continue to get points, and I am really worried that they're going to make the playoffs. I'm getting to the point of the season where games it's, are where you're beginning to see the form of players this season to to a very good extent. And Diego Fagundes has put together more consistent games than usual. And I'm really worried that if the Revs trade away or sell Lee Wynn and use that money to buy someone else, that the Revs may actually be a decent team in the East. And I don't know what's going to happen to my life if they're good. No, Diego Fagundes is using all his good games early because he still thinks U.S. is uh, in the World Cup and he's trying to get a roster spot. Just... Just like talk me down from me, me, me being worried about the Revs. Should I continue right. to be worried? I got the perfect thing for you. Yeah. Andrew Farrell scored. Again? For the Columbus Crew. Ah, shit. Okay, good. <laughs> Ninth-minute goal uh, <laughs> for Andrew Farrell, but he put it in the wrong net. It was his own goal. Columbus Crew led early, but Till Burnberry came back in the 14th minute, assisted by too. Christian Panilla. Yeah, he's, he's put up a couple goals in a couple games. I don't know. Wilfred Zabado had a nice little assist. Yeah. Dual assist. I, MLS is so stupid, though, two assists. I mean, yeah, so, but, you know, you know, that's how Sasha Questions had, like, 35 assists a season. So. <laughs> 43rd minute, right, for the break. Giassi Zardes, assisted by Federico Higuain and Pedro Santos. The only three team, or the only team players on that team that matters. <laughs> um, then 40, 45 plus one, right, for the break. Christian Medea, assisted by, wow, that's a name, Juan Agadello. Yeah, wow, we haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> hey, Juan, how you doing, man? Oh, you decided to show up Isn't he, isn't he the starting forward for the nah, <laughs> I've seen a, his name. Nah, you think he plays, really? Come on. I've seen his name zero times on the score sheet this year. Nah, that man doesn't play. <laughs> so, the New Revolution went into Columbus, and they drew... Giassi Zardes, Federico Higuain, Pedro Santos, and eight other Columbus Crew players. 2-2. And the Revolution are in fourth, I think. Um, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I, I, I haven't looked I'm, at the standings. I'm on MLSsoccer.com right now. They are fourth at, with 11 points. But, I mean, like, all I'm saying is... is I want to go back to my point. Is I'm If you would have told me in February <laughs> that the New England Revolution are fourth and Toronto FC is an 11. Close to the se- close to the end of the second month of the season. Like 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 I said, this is where games are starting. You're starting to see some players' forms for the season. And I tell me the Sounders are have four points or in 12th place. Like obviously, there's a lot of season left for things to change. And I'm, oh yeah, I'm, there's I'm, still 24 games. Left. I'm not saying there's not. <laughs> But it's just like the Revs, there's something, it feels like there's something different about this team. And, and I could be, it could just be, I don't know what I'm talking about. Or it could be it's they're actually, likely, I mean, yeah, it's most likely I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. But I don't know, it's just, it's something that, uh, it's something that's worrying me a little bit about this Revs team. I don't know if I'm the only one feeling this way, though. I think you're the only one no word that's, that's not worried about it. Okay, well, that's fine, whatever. Cool. Oh, you're the only one that's worried about. I don't care that just, much. Just fuck me, right? I I care more about the West than I do the East. Like I know the East is good. Like I know there's teams that are good over there. 
It's just the West is a wild place. See, the West is like, like you, like I think you said this when we first met two years ago when we did the, uh, the Deadline Day show. You called it the Wild Wild West. Remember two years ago? And I yeah, feel when like, I was fifteen, I I wasn't creative. And it's fine, <laughs> but I feel like it just it still connects to my point. And I feel like last year we said something about how the West is so wide open and crazy. And it just continues every single year that the West has talent, but it's just so wide open where, like, the East is just, like, the East has more talent, in my opinion. But it's just, like, you know who one through six is. Or you sorry, you know who, like, one through five is, and, like, six, seven, and eight's pretty close for that six spot. But, like, the West is, like, one through ten can make it to the playoffs. Right. I don't know. It's just... just the, the West is, like, two good teams. They have 12. Yeah, two good teams, eight teams than, like, two bad teams. Yeah, pretty much it. Like, the eight teams are just kind of there. They're, they're the average teams. And the eight te- and one of those eight teams could go and win MLS Cups because of play. Yeah, exactly, because of the playoffs. But <laughs> MLS. It was, this, this was, like like I said, it wasn't, like, a crazy interesting game, but it was, a, it was an interesting enough game that just got my attention for how good the East is, I guess, if that's what, if that's what we're going to round up this conversation into. I mean, they do have... The East has Atlanta, New York City, uh, Toronto when they're not busy playing Mexican teams. And our next uh, team, Orlando City. Speaking of the Western Conference, San Jose Earthquakes. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're speaking of. And speaking of the San Jose Earthquakes, Orlando City Soccer Club Lions 3, the San Jose Earthquakes 2. Mm-hmm. This was a backwards game for Orlando City. Second minute, Chris Mueller, Mueller time. Hey, hey, he's going to be Rookie of the Year if he can continue like this shit. Assisted by Yoshi Yatone. He's going to the World Cup for Peru. I'm going to miss him. He should be. 35th minute, Sasha Kleschen, assisted by Mueller time and Yoshi. That's how it went to the break. 2-0, Orlando City. Not something Orlando's used to at all. Is leading. <laughs> Ever at the break, unless there's 90 minutes on the clock. Then right out of halftime, makes it 3-0 Dominic Dwyer. He still thinks he's playing for a U.S. national team spot. Or assisted SKC. by Justin Moon. <laughs> <laughs> or SKC. Then in the 78th minute, my worst fears came to light. Lauren Youngworth scores in the 70th minute to bring one back. Then in the 90th minute, Youngworth, Youngworth again, 90 if, if soccer was 100 minutes, this game would be 4 3. If soccer San was 100 Jose. minutes, I think SK, I mean, San Jose would be a, just be a really hot 60 and then like die out for 30 and then like the last 10 minutes play well again. Yeah. Typical. Yeah. See, this game was backwards for, for many reasons. San Jose sucked in the first half and until the 70th minute. Yeah. And Orlando City was good for the first 70th minute. 70 minutes of a match. Like, very, very backwards based on the form. I guess that's what happens when you bring two teams together like this. But uh, that last goal was by Magnus Eriksson, Christian's little brother. Um, I made that up, of course. Is he even the same nationality? Not true Dutch? Nope, he's from Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) He's from Sweden. They're not from the same country. Don't believe Riley there. Uh, But Grinick, Zaka, uh, yeah, Zaka and the dude, his brother, they don't play for the same country. no. And the like, Boatangs, like Jerome and um, Kevin Prince. They're exactly. Different. They're different. 
Soccer's weird. Anyway, 3-2 Orlando. I have a question for you. Where Since we're talking about European soccer. Where where are you on your meter of like 1 to 10 that Orlando City's a good team right now? Are you like a 10 being that they're an amazing team, 1 being that they're an awful team? Where are you on uh, your meter right now? Cuz you've been going back and forth on me all season long, I feel. 4. You're a 4. Huh. I like four wins in a row. I still don't think they're that good. I mean, like, I like, think... Like, Orlando City can't do this against New York City. No. They can't they, do it against uh, Atlanta. Like, they're going to get blown out. I feel like I've said this about, like, 20 times this season, but I'm going to say it again, that Orlando City still has not put out starting 11 that they signed this offseason. You're getting close. You're getting really like, close. Well, we had Dwyer and Kleshton both scored a goal. So, uh, but, I'm, the, but I'm saying, like, Christian Aguita should be a bench player. And you should have... Um, no, I actually disagree with that. Just, I think Christian Sheets is our, our best listen. midfield option. Just listen. I think he's better than Will Johnson. I think... Well, Will Johnson's going to be your starting right back. That's just what's going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I think if you have Roselle playing in that spot over Iguita, you have uh, Justin Miram over Stefano Pino, and you have Jose, Jose, Jose whatever, Coleman over Mueller as you're starting 11, and then on the bench, just think about it, you have Iguita, you have Mueller, you have Pino, you have, Dil- you have Dylan Powers, RJ Allen, you have guys like that who are going to come off the bench and be very good like, you know, late-game subs. This team doesn't look bad at all, and I think that you should be much more high on them than a four, but that's just my opinion. What are you, okay, then what's, what's your rating for this team? I think they're an eight. Okay. I think yeah. they're on the up all and right. up. Moving on, but no, <laughs> no it's okay. The anal- analysis for San Jose. San Jose's good. Ah shit! Like, yeah, they, I forgot to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, I think they're good. I don't. Uh, Vaco, he's good. Vaco's their best player. Vaco. Um, Jameer Haika is a team. Uh, did I say? Yeah, I said Jameer Haika is going to score more goals than Chris Wanalaski this season. And that, has, that's not going well. Yeah, he has zero to start the season. So <laughs> yeah, that's pick. not going well. Good pick, Riley. Um, uh, Quincy Americo, I got to play. I mean, I'm, I love uh, Quincy America, so I'm I happy Quincy that America he got minutes. Play but um, yeah, I don't think San Jose is that good. But you think you like them? I don't. I think fifth. I think the, when Vaco's when Vaco's on the field, he's gonna be a challenge for other teams. 100. percent I think that's true. But outside of him and maybe like. Magnus Eriksson having a good game. I don't think San Jose is like a team that you're gonna be like really nervous about on the attack or anywhere else, really. But you want to know the fun part? What? They're five games out of the last playoff spot to put two games in hand because well, I mean, because Major League Soccer. It's week eight. It's week eight. I'm just it's week say. eight. Well, uh, yeah, it's week eight, but teams have only played six games. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Uh, I hate the next this whole five week. Sure, yeah. Next game, FC we Dallas. We need to have an even number. FC Dallas, Philadelphia Union, West first East, and the West won. FC Dallas defeated the Union 2 nothing In the 64th minute, Mauro Diaz put away a penalty kick, and Max Uri put away a goal in the 74th minute to make it 2 nothing. Um, I mean, it was a pretty tight, close, locked-up game for the most part, for most of this game, thanks to... The defense of FC Dallas. Reggie Cannon has really stepped up huge this year. Matt Hedges, of course, is Matt Hedges. And Ned Yelkov, the left back for FC Dallas, 
is very good. I was I wasn't you know too crazy about that signing, but he's stepped up huge this year. And then Ja'Cory Hayes has really filled in that Kellen Acosta spot nice. And FC Dallas is a I think they're a good team. I think what they're on like a four three or four game win streak or something like that. Like they're looking good. But in in going back to our scale that you made up, Orlando is a four in my book, and they won four straight games. So this like this month, these first two months, they mean something. Obviously, on a, on a point standpoint, they mean but they mean nothing. They mean nothing. No, and I'm gonna go back to the point that you know I've I've continually said that yes, the points you don't want to. You don't want to fuck yourself with the points in the beginning of the season where you're at Real Salt Lake. Where, where you're in exactly where you're in this hole where you can't come back from it. You want to stay somewhat competitive points wise, but at the same exact time, the the players' form matters in these first couple in these first two three months of the season where you want to see players gelling together and getting used to playing together and and just playing well in general. And I mean, FC Dallas, they've had a back line gelling together well for most of the season. They haven't had a game where they've allowed three, four goals to start the season. And, I mean, I'm just impressed with this team defensively, I guess. And I guess moving up into the attack, it's helping out. But they still don't have that dominant goal score, you know. You're relying on Maxi Arudi and Roland Lamar and Christian Coleman to be your primary goal scorers. And they're just not going to do it consistently over a season. Yeah, I think FC Dallas is uh, they're yeah they're gelling. They don't have enough talent to, to be good. They need a summer know. a summer transfer window signing for uh, Oscar Preja to find another magical player. But is it gonna before he leaves to go yeah. coach the U.S. <laughs> is, uh, is Fernando Torres available for them? I don't know. I'm 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 sorry. Did I say the U.S. I meant somewhere else because Arsene Wenger's not coach the United States. No. <laughs> Wenger out. Wenger out. <laughs> Oh, Arsene Wenger. Um, um, and the Union, I think, but, are the worst team in Major League Soccer. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. And David Kopp did nothing for them. I, I have some guys... He still hasn't I, scored, by the way. He still hasn't scored. No. I mean, I have some players I like on that team. Like, you know, like we have our buddy Josh. You know, I like Keegan Rosenberry. But, like... They're just good. Yeah, like, I think they're the worst team. And, I, you know, I thought they made some pretty decent signings and some to, some moves to make them into a decent Eastern Conference team. But, God... Oh, yeah, they did. They just, they, they're just not good. No? I mean, if you want to talk about not good, <laughs> we can talk about the next game that's up that you're supposed to talk about. Actually, I want to uh, make reference to... I'm looking at the standings right now because I want to see how far... Um, Teams kind of were and where they were at, and, and look at where FC Dallas was. FC Dallas is third, by the way, in the West. I told you. Uh, Twelve points. They're playing well. And they're only down on it to LAFC on wins because MLS does wins instead of goal differential. Well, yeah, for the start. first time. If, if it's tied on wins, then it goes to goal differential. Exactly. Yeah. So it's funny because the the top five teams in Major League Soccer, you, it's it's hilarious. The, first, the the top five teams in Major League Soccer, four of them are from 2015 or after. Hmm. New York City Football Club, Atlanta United Football Club, Orlando City Soccer Football Club, and LASC. Yeah. Are all from either 2015 or after. I mean, I think that shows that uh, new teams are winning, you know? Yes. 
and because, because there's a new formula the, behind a new team coming into the league. Yeah, because Atlanta has fifteen million dollars to spend on a player. Yeah, also. exactly. Where the Thanks, fire Arthur. came in in '99, and you know they didn't have hey. that same opportunity. Whatever, whatever, and they didn't Bob, have that same opportunity. Have some respect. Bob Bradley's coached three expansion teams. Yeah, he has. <laughs> and he's done well with two. Keep <laughs> on. Man, that was a disaster. Anyway, let's get to the next game. I'm supposed to talk about it. Let's go down. I went to the schedule and everything's messed up. You got Colorado RSL there, bud. Colorado RSL. There you go. RSL. That, okay, this game sucked for many reasons. Let me tell you this. Because it's Colorado against RSL. No, not because not it's the Rocky Mountain Cup. <laughs> I actually enjoy the Rocky Mountain Cup a lot. Do you really? That's actually the name of this name of this game. I know, I know. You, you laugh like it was a joke. I didn't no, make that still, up. Still, I mean, like, not. A, I wouldn't say there's many people out there that are going to be like, I love the Rocky Mountain Cup unless you're I think rapid. It's, it's my favorite game in soccer. Okay. Above El Clasico. Mm, okay. That's a and, bold uh, statement. And, and above U.S., Mexico, Argentina, and Brazil. Bold Anyways. Statement. Tim Howard in 20th minute. That was not a red card. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. That is not... The ball hit his chest. It shouldn't. I, th I think if you're going to give a card at all, that's a yellow. But if we're going to get all technical about it, then it is a denial of a goal-scoring opportunity. And it's... It, it, whatever. Yeah, I, it's just... It, it, it kind of sucks. The ball didn't touch his hand, though. I know. I know. The ball didn't touch his hand, so it shouldn't be anything. It should be a normal play for a goalkeeper. I, it, it's, it's very... Like you, okay, and I... And you can't give a yellow card in that situation because it will state yeah. that uh, an obvious denial of a goal-scoring opportunity is a red card. But isn't this why we have video review? Like, I praised video review earlier in the show, and I was crapping on it at the beginning, like, at the beginning of the season. God damn it, video so, review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, video review picks and chooses its points if it wants to be good. But this is, like, the main one for your starting goalkeeper. A goalkeeper with a red card in the 20th minute is not good because you have to take off one of your midfield players or your one of your defenders and, and sub in Zach McMath. So when you have this situation, Tim Howard should not have been red carded and that threw off the whole trajectory of the game. Well, I also think... It and, 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 and Colorado lost 3-0 because of it. And because you know, Zach McMath, I'm, I'm not saying Zach McMath's back goalkeeper, but he's not Tim Howard. He's not, he's not even 38-year-old Tim Howard. Well, this is what I'm going to say. It, it really didn't throw off that much of a game because Zach McMath isn't a bad goalkeeper. and RSL, No, but 10 players in the midfield. Yeah, no, it, it, that, 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 that is a problem. But RSL also didn't score a goal until the 81st minute. That penalty happened in the 20th minute. So obviously Colorado had some things figured out with what they were doing on the field down a man. But, I mean, you know, it, it's... Yeah, but... It sucks. Uh, it sucks my, my whole point... My, my point is that you're playing with 10 guys for 90 minutes and or for 70 minutes and you get fatigued because you have one player that's covering pretty much two positions or you, you have players that are covering a position and I have to make up the, for that one guy not being on the field. And you go really defensive and it's hard to defend for 70 minutes. So you get tired and let up two goals. If you had 11 guys on the field, that may it may not have been 3-0 in the 82nd minute. Or maybe or the, in, in the 90s minute. For, it, how like game, for how this game was going, I think it could have been a 0-0 game at the end, honestly, because... And you and you subbed off your forward from yeah. Colorado. So you immediately went defensive, so there was no chance you were scoring a goal anyways. Yeah. 
So I'm, that that red card, that's where video review needs to come in, mm-hmm. and 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 say something, and and challenge a play because that was not a red card. It didn't touch his hand, didn't touch his elbow, didn't touch his shoulder. It hit him in the chest. No, now that's something you can do outside the box as a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Not many people know that rule. I 100% agree with you there. And we all learned that rule together when Brad Kuzan got yeah. red or got a penalty kick against Jamaica in the Gold Cup semifinal in yeah. 2015. Yeah, I remember you that. Remember that? I remember yeah, that. Yeah. It was in it was in Georgia Dome. The formerly the former The former place. Georgia Dome, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Rest in peace. Um R R I P in peace. <laughs> Georgia Dome. But anyways. Ended at nil nil. First goal of this game was an eighty second minute from Joel Plata. Penalty kick. So I'm guessing they missed the twentieth minute penalty kick. <laughs> no, I mean see they Or was it a fruit kick? I don't know if you saw the uh, the highlight of this penalty kick. I, was, yes. Oh was, no! I no. I tweeted at the the Tim Howard red red card. It was a I messy. That this eighty first minute penalty was a messy ball in the box. Tommy Smith fell on the ground, and Plata went to. Uh, not Plata. Uh, I don't remember the RSL player that got the ball at his feet and tried to shoot, but Tommy Smith clearly. Like extended both of his, extended both of his arms to block the ball. It's a handball. It's a penalty. So that, that that's a red card. I, that like should... if we're gonna give red cards out for <laughs> Tim Howard, this is a definite red card with three game suspension. And they used VAR on that to, to to make sure it was a penalty kick too. So I don't know. I mean, whatever. It was a it was a clear penalty from Smith. Plata got it, put it away, one nothing, and then the kind of the wheels fell off after that. Yeah. Um. I need some help with this. This, this name right here. Demir Krelak? <laughs> yeah, there you go. 89th minute goal assist by Albert Rusnak. And Albert Rusnak. Um, the beautiful free kick. Beautiful free kick. 90 plus 2. Um, he adds one of his own. And 3-0 Real Salt Lake. I do want to say, this is for comedic purposes, Bismarck Boateng, the best Boateng in the world, got a yellow card mm. for unsporting behavior. Mm. Um, That's hysterical, Riley. You know, the comedic purpose you really just put across there is hysterical. I think I ruined the joke by saying, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. That's that dude from Manchester City, huh? Yeah, that's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's from, from, <laughs> from, from almost winning the Premier League to playing for the Colorado Rapids. I mean, he never really, you know, never made an appearance for Man City, But so. still, hey, you you could have been on the team that was on the roster if you at were some just, point. If you were just a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, like, like we, we talked about this game enough. My only point is that Brooks Lennon Brooks. is adjusting to the right-back role well and playing well. I still don't like it, but he's doing well with it. And uh, Nick Besler, brother of Matt Besler. Nick has been in the USL for a while now, playing very well for um, the Real Monarchs, the RSL-USL affiliate. And he played well in this game. You know, started at center back next to Justin Glad, got the shutout, and, you know, good job... Good job and good for you, Nick Bezler. Good. Bezler. No, Bezler. Literally um, everyone no, else no, in America says Bezler. Bezler. Yeah, it's Bezler. Okay. Moving yeah. on. Move, talk about the fun game of the week. The fun, I got stuck with Is this the fun game of the week? I don't know. It was two game. big names. But Atlanta United. Talk uh, about the mountain. Atlanta United. <laughs> Your favorite game in the world, though. Atlanta United 2, LA Galaxy <laughs> 0. In the 22nd minute, Joseph Martinez, who else, scored for Atlanta and, um, you know, put a goal away there and won nothing for most of the game. And then in stoppage time, 90 plus 4, Miguel Amiron got a penalty. 
and shut up and got a penalty and made it two nothing for the most part i would like in my head this is a one nothing game because that penalty like you're really i you have to give the penalty in that situation but like i don't know you don't have to i mean you, you you do because it was a it was a penalty but like you know it was for you don't have to do anything i mean you're true you're right you know you don't have just to just remember do that but uh, in this game, there's no Jonathan Dos Santos. No, Gio- I think Giovanni Dos Santos subbed in late, but there's no Jonathan Dos Santos for the Galaxy for them to rely on Baggio Husidic to play in that defensive midfield role next to Perry Kitchen. Not the most ideal situation there. Uh, Zlatan and Ola Kamara didn't really play well up top. Um, the back line, Daniel Steris, David Bingham, um, Ashley Cole didn't really look that good. And then on Atlanta's side of things, you know, they're just Atlanta. They, they, they're running that three five one two or whatever you want to call it. Like, I, I don't know whatever. It's, it's a, three a, five one two. Three five two. Three five one. Three five two one. I meant sorry, not three five one two. Three five two one. Um, like they're just running whatever they're running in that this, this lineup is just looking good. And Ezekiel Barco, you know, we haven't seen him on the score sheet yet or anything, but he's getting used to some MLS action. And I expect to see him playing at a high level soon. Joseph Martinez, Joseph Martinez, Almiron, I think he's continuously a top three player in this league, week in and week out. And, you know, Atlanta United just playing well. Wait. Okay. Let's think about this. Because this is how Atlanta lines it up. All right, so it's 3-5. Then, like, it's Almiron. Barco's off to the right. Then Martinez is in front of Almiron on the the left. So it's like it's, it's a... Three five, one one off to the side. One. So a three five, yeah, totally. You got it. You hit the nail. <laughs> That's pretty much what it. It's it's a formation. Tata Martinez. Hey, he's running it Martino. well. Um, I think the Galaxy are gonna need some defensive help. I don't know how much money they have left after all the offseason signings and after signing Zlatan. Slotan only costs three million dollars. Yeah, you know, whatever. Of, of contract. They're the, money, gal- they're the galaxy, right? They're, um, they're the galaxy. They don't have a salary cap. We'll, we'll just change a rule so they can get another defender to play well. But um, right, we need we need Zlatan to win the MLS Cup. The galaxy. <laughs> I mean, we do. I, I'm not disagreeing with you there. But the galaxy. Um, you know. And you said and you said Ola and Zlatan didn't play well. No, Ola didn't support Zlatan enough. <laughs> That's what, Ola, that's what Zlatan. Ola played better than Zlatan. But, um... Hey, easy there. He, he did. You know, who's, you know who Zlatan is? He's, he is Zlatan. I have He's some, not your typical Swedish man, but he puts Sweden on the map. <laughs> I have some worries about the galaxy moving forward. Um, but that's just me. I don't know if I'm the only one. Oh, everyone does. Yeah. The galaxy are actually really bad. I don't what? think they're really bad. First of all, I think they're decent enough to make the playoffs. I just don't know if they're going to be able to stand up to a, a sport in Kansas City right now or, yeah, you know, even a, I don't know, I guess a good playing Portland or Seattle. I don't know. Or Houston. Yeah, I mean, Houston, eh, I'm not too crazy on them. Hey, May 5th, you think? Let's go watch slots on. Watch it. Anyways, um, did you watch Jimmy Kimmel Tuesday night? Yeah, uh, I did not watch a Jimmy Kimmel, but I listened to the Dan Patrick interview with Zlatan, and I've heard that the Jimmy Kimmel thing was awesome, and I, I the Dan Patrick interview was awesome. He's just spread taking, his investment. He's, oh. taking, he's taking the USA by storm, man. <laughs> the United States would win the 2034 World Cup. Yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> if Zlatan had American kids. There'd be 11 Zlatans out there. <laughs> With 11 different moms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all Ibrahimovic's. Yeah, all, all little Ibrahimovic's. All little Ibra's running around. And Clint Dempsey Jr. Be scoring goals. Ah, uh, yeah. Clint Dem- it would be Clint Dempsey Jr. in the middle, surrounded by 10 Zlatans. Yes, let's go. And a and John and Klinsman, because it'll still probably be a goalkeeper. Nah, nah, screw that. Hey, Jurgen, Jurgen said, uh, I would, I would have got this team qualified for the World Cup. Oh, totally. With a five nothing loss to Costa Rica and like a seventeen nothing loss to Mexico, right, Jurgen? So you got five. Well, seventeen one. Have some respect, <laughs> Jurgen. You got fired for a fucking reason. Get over it. Moving on. Bruce, Bruce also said he has no regrets. Yeah, Bruce can go suck a dick too. Okay, hey, I'm easy. Angry. We're a I'm family angry. show. No, I'm angry. I'm not, I am not a family show. <laughs> we're a family show. <laughs> no, we're just having fun. Uh, Seattle Sounders oh, 3. I'm serious when I say that. I'm not having fun. <laughs> Seattle Sounders Football Club 3, Minnesota United Football Club 1. Gustav Svensson! Yeah. Strike! Adrian Healy with the call on that one, assisted by... Christian Rodon and Ozzy Alonso. 25th minute, two minutes later, Will Bruin assisted by Christian Rodon again and Ladero. And that's how it went to the break. Coming back from halftime, 66th minute, Superman himself, Christian Ramirez. You thought I was going to say Clark Kent, didn't you? Nope. Christian Ramirez assisted by Darwin Quintaro and Sam Nicholson. The Jordy Delam, his first MLS goal for the Seattle Sounders, assisted by Deuce. 90 plus 5. That's how the game would end. They iced it off late in stoppage time. 3-1 to the Sounders. They win, the, they win their first game of the season. 4 nil. Um, nope. Three, three, four points. 3-1. Four <laughs> points. I can find them together. Yes. Um, okay. And that's on the radio forever because John's not going to put that out for me. Nope, never. Thanks. Um, let's talk Sounders <laughs> first. That was thanks. Let's talk Sounders first. That was right. I liked the Roldan Roldan connection, the uh, Alex the Christian connection, but um, it was cool kind of seeing Ozzy Alonso back in a starting lineup because you know he's past his prime, he's past his playing time really, and I don't think we're gonna continually see him in a starting lineup for the Sanders. But he played well. I actually well. think he, I think his problems in front of him actually. Yeah, you think you think Ozzy Alonso at like 37 is gonna you know do well, but um, I really liked how he played. Uh, Clint Dempsey coming on late, along with um, Wolf Ikram and Dilem. And Victor Rodriguez finally made it to a, a, an 18 for the Sounders, even though he didn't play. I think things are looking up a little bit right. for the Sounders. I'm not going to say that I had them as the one seed in the West that I said before the season, because I because of some of the play that we've seen from Ladero, and um, that back line's aging a little bit, and Gustav Svensson, you know, he's not... He had one. He had a good game here, but he's, is he always gonna have a good game? No. So the Sounders, I think they had a good game, and I think they're gonna be moving on up and making the playoffs eventually. But do I think they're gonna be the best team in the West? No. I mean, I, I still believe, sort of. Like I think, I think they can pull it off. I don't think they're they're good enough, but I think MLS is constructed in a way that if they hit a hot streak and. You know, Jordan Moore, or not Jordan Moore, Clint Dempsey. <laughs> Jordan Morris goes out there in a wheelchair. Don't get yeah, hopes up. He's done. Jordan Morris goes out in a wheelchair. Clint Dempsey, <laughs> um, you know, starts doing Clint Dempsey things again. And Nicholas Zadero finds this 2015 form. 
Uh, Will Bruin puts in a few goals as he should. Gustav Svensson scores a couple like that. I mean, obviously this team is is older in the back. They're older in a lot of spots. Let's just say that. They're uh, Ozzy Alonso's not exactly Clint Dempsey um, in his prime yet. Clint Dempsey <laughs> is is it's not in his prime yet either. <laughs> Clint, did, oh man, I'm gonna miss him. He's never gonna play another meaningful U.S. game again. It's sad. Probably no, no, yeah, that's it. I'm sad. I mean, you know. But, wait, hold on. Yeah. Breaking news. Yes. We just sold more tickets on CE. My dad just asked me for my uh, for the promo code for the well, show, so we're we're selling tickets. Riley's, da- Riley's dad has joined the bandwagon. You should. In too. case you haven't heard us before, Asus for twenty dollars off. Your first Seeky purchase. Thank you, Seeky, for sponsoring the show. And even more promotions. Three Sounders goals means free haircuts thanks to the great clip. Stop by your favorite location in the next seven days. I get a free haircut. I hate you. Great, great. But on the uh, Minnesota side of things, since we should talk about them too, Christian Ramirez scored. I like seeing that. I love Christian Ramirez. And uh, do you think Darwin Quintero's um, regretted his decision to come to Major Soccer? He's playing. He's, he, he's been playing unbelievable he, in his two games. He already, he already signed for the Galaxy. <laughs> he's like, oh, Major League <laughs> Soccer. That's the that's the one that has uh, Tata Martino in the Galaxy, right? Zlatan went there, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. He's signed. He's signed for the Minnesota United Loons. Yep. Um, no, I think he's played unbelievable in Minnesota. Should <laughs> say that. Because he, yeah, he he he's yeah he's there. He's doing good. Uh, I think he might have wanted to be the best player on the team, which he is. Yeah. Because you, you, you go to L.A., you're not the best player on the team. You go to Atlanta, you're not the best player on the team. Um, you should have went to Seattle. Go to Toronto, you're not. You should have went to Seattle. He would probably still be the best player on the team in Seattle. That is that is true. On this week of MLS Aces, we discussed <laughs> Don Quintero would be the best player. Yeah. Uh, New England, Revolution. Philadelphia uh, Union. Let's, let's talk the final game of Week Eight in what Major you, League Soccer. Very what sad. You, what, what? what? Orlando? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm moving on. Dumb, dumb. Dumb. I'm moving on. Last game of the week. Very sad game for me to report because it's the first time we've lost all season. With the Portland Timbers three, <laughs> NYCFC zero. Uh, okay. That's what. I, I, I didn't know if it was too hard for you. No, it's, I got it. Don't worry. It sucks. Okay. It sucks, but I got it. Well, I mean, Providence Park is it's hard. You know, they like, they went East Coast to West Coast, so I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, like, be starting worrying and freaking out now, so, but whatever. Oh, um, it should. I think, I think nope. this is the demise of New York City. I think I missed the playoffs. Nope. Dad Villa is going to retire. Nope. Uh, Patrick Vieri is going to Stop Arsenal. And... New York City is going to be the worst. He's not going to Arsenal, so ha. We ha. <laughs> um, yeah, Arsenal said he was going to coach Arsenal forever, and look how that turned out. I mean, he pretty much did. But uh, 26 minutes, Sebastian forever. Blanco put away a goal for the Portland Timbers to make it one nothing, followed by a Fernando Adi goal in the 38th minute, and Larice Maybala in the 66th minute made it 3 nothing. Um, awful defending from New York City all game long. Sebastian Blanco went off, and the rest of that midfield of Flores, of Paredes, of Valeri just had a great game. And he, Portland at home is tough, no matter how well they're playing or how poor they're playing. 
And, um, you know, New York City just looked like shit. I'll come out and say that, you know? Uh, yeah. was, um... <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, uh. Do I yawn when you talk about New York City? No, I was actually physically yeah, yawning. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't for comedic effect. No. Um it's fine. Well Ender City usually wins. Yeah, I mean they have, but so is New York City because it's the first four weeks boss, in a row. But it's no. fine. Yeah. Four, four weeks in a row. We won like six Cardi- weeks in a row. That's cool. Cardiac cats. Cardiac cats. David V FC. Dominic Dwyer's better. <laughs> Oh, that's that's some, <laughs> that's some fucking bullshit. First of all, nope. I was relaxed sitting in my chair until that statement. Dom Dwyer can't hit the side of a fucking plastic bag when David V is on the field. First of all, wow, side of a plastic—that's actually really hard. Da- shut up, David Villa is the <laughs> is the second best player in Major League Soccer. So that's speaking cool. of plastic bags, nope. thank you, nope, for um nope. listening to our Earth Day episode. Fuck, fuck Earth. This show is sponsored throw, by Earth. Throw all your plastic on the ground. Let's kill the planet one day at a time. Yeah, uh, a lot of environmentalists listen to the show. I'm trying not to take the political side. Nope. Um, today's show is sponsored by Earth. Earth, we live here, and we have soccer on it. So I'm big fans of Earth. I mean, you know, Earth's pretty cool, but... Hey, tell me to shut up. You've already insulted Earth. Um, Earth is where Sebastian Blanco lives. He scored. He's good at soccer. Uh, Diego Valeri had an assist today. I suck, dude. I'm I'm so good at radio. I can segue right into anything. No, I'm more of a Uranus type of guy. That butt stuff. Yeah, that's butt stuff. stuff. Jokes. Okay. <laughs> um, at radio. But but seriously, I do want to say that we're, we're obviously closing the show right here. But I do. Are you sure? Yeah, no, we are because I'm ending it because I'm I'm saying it because I'm I'm the boss, I'm the captain. <laughs> now you're gonna pull that card. I am the captain now. Um, but so you weren't captain before. No. Uh, so that means I was. I don't know, man. If that man, if I was the no. captain, I would have cleaned the house by now. All I'm uh, saying, you wouldn't you wouldn't be here. All I'm saying to finish up the show is that if you guys want an MLS Aces podcast sticker. Or to be in the running for an MLS Aces podcast sticker, give us a five star review on iTunes, on Google Play, whatever, whatever you um, format you're listening to this on. Screenshot it, send it to us on Twitter, on Instagram, however you want to send it to us, and you will be one of three people, three lucky listeners, three lucky fans, whatever, will be getting the sticker in the mail. Um, do it by next episode, Riley. Have anything else you want to say before we close out the show? Reuse, reduce, recycle. And I'm out. Yep, okay, bye.